0: All right. Hey. What's happening, man? Hey, how's it going? Uh it's it's going pretty good, man. Just uh, storming out here, so that's I'm something. With the yeah, whole, man. Uh, my other, recent, is coming. Storm and everything. I say what? Can you hear me?
1: I was saying you with your recent storm and everything, you guys are doing all right yeah
0: we're doing pretty good um uh, it's just uh just thunderstorming a little normal stuff not too much crazy stuff well yeah man uh how was that week going so
1: we doing pretty good Kind of uh, got a lot of work done doing some uh database design work stuff like that so i'm doing all right
0: oh man it's- yeah, my other guy, uh, he's getting ready to come soon. Okay. Uh, his internet head went out, so he's fixing that right now. So he'll be joining us uh, shortly, actually. Okay. So, yeah, man, you're going to love him, man. You guys, he, he's definitely a guy. He works on, he likes to work on computers and stuff like that. So he, you know, you guys definitely got a lot of comment on that aspect. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, man. So we're going to go ahead and uh, we start the show up, man. You ready? All right. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the Last City Radio episode number 22 of the All Things Gaming Roundtable here on the Last City Radio. Mr. Jazzy Noob Xbox. What's going on, man? I'm doing pretty
1: good. How's everybody doing out there? Yeah, Jazzy Noob Xbox back one more again, so we're going to make this
0: happen. That's right, like you know. Yeah, man, so uh, this week, man, well, I would say last week has been pretty uh, interesting. A lot of stuff has been uh, popping off, man, um, throughout the gaming news, really. Especially, uh, of course, we got the uh, the Avengers beta weekend. Uh, we had that. Uh, we had State of the Play for PlayStation that came through. Uh, mm-hmm. man, we got, we got a lot of stuff. And then, uh, just hearing more about the X Cloud gaming stream service and being able to, it's literally going to be launching next month. So it's going to be great, um, to see that, man, say so, we got a lot, man, definitely a lot to take on. So I do want to start us off with, uh one of the topics, which is, uh, the Xbox, uh, slams Apple for blocking, uh, Microsoft's. Project X Cloud. now that there was that interesting that they would do that um especially the fact that Apple is not only a big brand and so is Microsoft you would think they would they would go ahead and and make that partnership to really not only bring consumers and Xbox consumers to say hey I I think I'm a, a purchase you know an iPhone I think I pur- purchase a, you know, a tablet, everything like this, that, and um, they just, they decided not to do it because they said guidelines, but do you think there's more to it?
1: Well, I, I think there's more to it than that. Obviously they're using the guidelines as a, a, a kind of a cover as a kind of a, Hey, you know, we have this rule, so therefore we don't have to do anything. But at the end of the day, I think um, they're, they're kind of at a short sighted uh, mode right now they they have the guidelines in place which is i i get but at the same time you know at the time those guidelines were made these kind of services weren't quite in place um so so them citing the guidelines as a reason is kind of more of a cop-out than it is an actual issue issue um yeah but you know it, it's one of those things where um it's going to hurt people in america more than it's going to hurt people in the rest of the world and that's kind of where absolutely it's going to end up, you know, because looking at the market overall, yeah, America is majority iPhone and, and iPad related. Um, but if mm-hmm. you look at the rest of the world, a lot of the world is on Android. And I think that's yeah. that's kind of a short sighted mode that's going to push a lot of those other
0: places in the world to look at Android more. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that because at the end of the day, I'm just like, come on guys, you know, you guys heavily market, you know, iPhones, iPads, tablets, all of this stuff. And what better way to have that partnership? And it's just like, to me, it sounds weird because it's like, well, not only they probably was already in talks, Microsoft was already in talks with Apple and Android already before the, the the whole streaming service, you know, was already set up. They already had the plan in place.
1: Right. And, and you know, what's interesting is, you know, the, the statement comes. It's interesting that Microsoft and Xbox decided to make a statement about it. They wanted to make sure, hey, don't blame us. We're trying to do it, but we're just not allowed to. You know, and I thought that was kind of an interesting, interesting take on that. Normally, they're much more diplomatic about the, the problems and, and things going on behind the scenes. But in this case, they're like, look, it's not us that that's causing the issue. You know, so so I thought that was an interesting interesting move to actually put that out there is hey you know we we created this as a beta so that way we could work out details and and now we we can't extend our beta because they don't want to support it you know and then the other the other piece to that too what i what i found out a little bit later on um was the fact that also when you look at um at other applications like for example
0: thank you everyone for tuning in here on the last city radio and as a reminder if you want to become a sponsor on the show all you got to do is click that right button from here you can help this platform grow to new heights whether it's getting new equipment or paying for special guests and getting that ticket to pax east guardian con or even e3 and interviewing your favorite devs all right guys appreciate you and we're going to get back to the show man sorry <laughs> about that uh, uh and sorry about that everybody uh power thing kind of went out hit my wi-fi yeah, so <laughs> yeah i know i know so, how that goes especially if you're in the middle of a thunderstorm That, can, that can yeah. oh yeah man yeah that that happened here so we're gonna keep on rolling so uh what i was trying to say was um the fact that it just all like you were saying it it just kind of seemed weird because the fact these guys was already in talks um with this, this whole idea with Microsoft and uh, Android and uh, of course, you know, Apple, they all was in talks with, Ooh. you know, with Microsoft, because Microsoft had the idea of saying, hey, look, we want to create this streaming service so we can bring it to, you know, Android, Apple, and everything. They was in those talks, man, and prior to, way before, the they had the thing all... Wrapped up, but uh, to f- the fact that they're gonna put they put these guidelines all oh, because of guidelines, it's got to be something to it. It's it's definitely got to be s- something to this, and that's the thing that's like, hmm, why would you do that? Right, literally, a month
1: before the launch of it, right? They're gonna release it in the open beta, you know, uh right, in, a month from now, basically. So, so um, I I guess the fact that it's still a beta technically, but not even allowing the app to exist tells me more about, you know, their, their concern, um, you know, that, well, well they're concerned about the, these streaming apps taking over their, their environment. And on top of that, uh, another, another note that I found out, you know, after looking into this a little bit more was the fact that Facebook gaming really recently released the app on, on iOS and they have a small little, uh, like an independent pickup game section of the app, they had to remove that in order to get their application published. Um, wow, not available on Stadia is not available on iOS be- for the for the streaming um, application. You know, a lot of little things like that are starting mm-hmm. to come more to light, and a lot of more of these companies are saying, "Look, you know, we can't offer our service on iOS because." Apple's not allowing because basically the rule they're trying to get around get get away with is saying because each game is not available for Apple's review, they can't allow those apps to exist. Which, that
0: just doesn't make any sense. So.
1: Exactly. That's a that's the whole point of behind. There's more to it than that because they're leaning their hat on that rule, but at the same time, you know, you have things like Netflix, um, you have right. things Hulu, things like that, where you have these videos and and things like that that they don't individually able to access either. So so exactly you know, the fact they're singling out for gains tells me there's a little bit more to it than just, you know, oh, we want to
0: make sure everything's safe. It's it's a little bit a little bit more to it than that. It makes me kind of wonder they're trying to because they've always been kind of like that brand that say, hey, we like to do our thing, our own thing, you right. know. So from yeah. what it looks like to me, it's like they're trying to really say, well, we don't want your service on here because we want to do something on our own with our own base and everything like that. That's what it's kind of ringing to me a little bit. Yeah, and
1: it seems like that way because they do have their their arcade uh, environment where they publish games and things like that. So So that's something they do have on their service, which is one of the reasons why. Um, a lot of us, a lot of people in general feel like there's more to it than just, you know, Oh, there's a security thing related to that. Um, also when you think about it, they're the first ones that did, um, I, I mean, uh, iTunes and and so on. So, you know, they, they don't have any problems doing things with their service, but these third parties, Oh, we gotta be very careful because now we don't want any malicious things happening. Um, you know in that environment which is which is obviously a, a very big
0: loophole that they're allowing themselves but not allowing third parties so that's true do you think that because they saw how google stadia did and how google stadia launched and how um it kind of dropped the ball it dropped the ball really um yeah. do you think they became very weary of that and it was like mm?" I don't want to tarnish our brand since we've been having so much longevity of success. Uh, and if we allow this, this may, you know, flop or whatever. You, do you think they're more skeptical about that? And the reason why they say, no, nah, I don't want to. I don't think
1: so. I, to me, that would be a really lame excuse if they tried to go that route Only because, you know, when you look at it from, from a, uh, from a, you know, 10,000 foot perspective, a high level perspective, you know you've got other services on the platform um on top of that you know when things aren't going well they're not blaming android for things not going well they're not blaming Absolutely. samsung for things not going well they're saying hey stadia sucks so don't right. worry. or you know or GeForce now is is going great you know, and they're not saying, well, it's because of Android that is going great. GeForce Now is great. So, so people are mm-hmm. very smart in separating the services from the actual platform. The only way you would see something like that is if, for example, it ran well on Android and it didn't run on iPhone. Then you'd be yeah. like, okay, something's wrong with the iPhone, obviously. So, so that's the reason why. But, but in terms of their brand, they would be really grasping at straws if they tried to do
0: something like that. You actually yeah that's true that's absolutely true I mean cuz it 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 just feels wrong it's like okay let's look at all the alternatives the the mm-hmm. positives of just doing that collaborating and being able to put the, that streaming service the game yeah. streaming service on um Android not only Android but Apple let's see not only to draw more people to mm-hmm. subscribe and actually get more consumers buying uh, you know your iOS. Not only right. are you get those those consumers, but the partnership is great. Of course, Game Pass you're gonna they're gonna be the access Game Pass. That's a win for Xbox. And and the thing about it, you can be able to market it more. People will be geared more to it. So you know what? Right. I mean,
1: imagine if the announcement they made with Samsung this this past week. You know. And, yeah. and for those who may not have heard that that um. Uh, at x cloud that phil spencer was at samsung's announce event announced samsung as one of their premier partners for x cloud and things like that but mm-hmm. imagine if they did something like that at the iphone event for example iphone is one of our premier partners and you'll have a great experience on iphone and it's one of the best platforms blah blah blah. imagine how how much bigger that i that iphone sale would have been and all the iPads they would have sold for the larger screen it would be trended yeah exactly and they would have had a much bigger market on top of that because everybody is is very keenly aware how big xCloud could be if it comes out as expected so yes the fact that the open beta would open up in a month and now they don't even have iPhone support because of Apple That's going to make everybody look, say, oh, well, maybe I just need to get a Galaxy tablet just to kind of play around with it, you know. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're starting seeing all these Android tablets flying off the
0: shelves. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you notice, Androids have really been stepping their game up to the point where they're making just, like, really, really good quality gaming type of, um, you know, Phones, and it's the thing about it that they're really marketing it. And with the with, and you notice with Apple, you see them always upgrading, but they're not really, you know, upgraded to the standard where, oh, hey, you can play games, you know, with smooth, smooth graphics, all of this stuff that's going on. Yeah. You're constantly seeing that with your Samsung's, all of these other, you know, Android brands, they're stepping it up. And that's one thing that I'm just like wait a minute, you know, iPhones, you know, aren't they usually that, Uh, they're, they're that one in the game that's always stepping up, always upgrading, always taking it to the next level. But they're resisting something that could really push them ahead.
1: Right. And, and, you know, the other interesting thing too, is if you've noticed the, the mobile, the, the tablet market's been a little bit more mixed, but the mobile market, um, you notice I uh the the iPhones, a lot of talk has been that the 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 growth of sales and things like that has become a lot more flat, a lot more stagnant yeah. than it used to be. Yep. You know, and that's a big concern a lot of people have with Apple is that hey, your iPhone sales are are starting to flatten out and you're not innovating as much as a lot of people would want. Cause you notice that now. You know, the big thing with iPhone, you could do it with one hand. It was the size that fit your hand. You could have one slightly bigger, but it still fit, blah, blah, blah. And now they're moving towards these larger and larger screens like everybody else is doing and things like that. So they're trying to play catch up and innovate again. But at the same time, their software policies don't match that, that desired innovation, you know.
0: Yeah, and I think that's that's killing them in the long run.
1: Right. And this opportunity with with xCloud could have been a golden opportunity to again get another big boost, you know, again, for Microsoft and 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 have something innovative on the platform and be a premier partner for it. But I mean, they're they're choosing what they're choosing and and all the other. And, and after after Microsoft announced it, a lot of other companies started announcing the same issues with Stadia, with. Yeah. Um, Rainway, with. Uh, the Facebook gaming, all of those people started saying, hey, we experienced the same thing and we, we tried. had to do these changes in order to get published or we couldn't publish because of these these reasons and things like that. So
0: it's it's gotta be something it's something going on with their you know it's something going on unless they're trying to sorry uh they're they're trying to I believe they're trying to set up something on their own end, right? To the effect where they are like, "Okay, we're going to launch our own our own service. We're going to do this. This is how we're going to do it. We're going to have a new, you know, uh, piece of technology that we're going to implement in it in the iOS that has never been done before. You know, something of right. like that extent, so that way they can start marketing it. Because from what it looks like, it's like well, we don't want them to take. If we do partnership with them, we don't want them to take, you know, our steam, our cloud away. Right, by doing that, and, so they and, feel they're probably feeling like that.
1: Yeah, and a lot of and a lot of a lot of talk is that a lot of these larger companies like the Googles, like the Apples yep. are all planning, you know, and the even the Amazons are all planning their own gaming services and streaming services to to compete. And so Mm -hmm. that's where Microsoft created the whole idea of X cloud in the first place. And I know Sony had the, um, what was it? The PS, uh, now, um, you know, early on and things like that. And and Mm -hmm. now they saw every, all these other companies saw this as a big opportunity if they did it right. And so, and so now they're jumping into that and they're saying, well, if I allow this X cloud on my environment, there's a, big chance that nobody will sign up for my service when I
0: get ready, you know. So they like to be self made. And that's the thing that's the thing about these companies, man. They really like to they're very choosy about what they what they put on on their platforms and they they say, hey, well, you know, I know that Xbox is a you know Microsoft is a big company as well. That's probably why I think because they always been known like i said apple has always been known to self-made they do their own thing you know that's how they ride and i think what that trying to trying to make the partnerships even with stadia like you were saying stadia and all the other ones just Mm -hmm. trying to partnership to try to build something up so a big juggernaut they said no and stopped them in the tracks and Mm -hmm. I, I, i think further along that we may see Something where Apple say, hey, we're going to start now announcing our new game streaming service, and this is how you can yeah. do it, this and this and that. So I wouldn't be surprised, because Amazon, like I said, Amazon is already doing it. You know, multiple people are already starting to set this thing up. Yep. So they want, they want the jump on that wave. Like I said, with Stadia, get it to Stadia. You know, Stadia had a good plan, but they didn't, they didn't let their, their plan cook in the oven for for a long time so that way they could be solid when they did launch you know a lot of right and they wanted to and the thing about stadia too is that they
1: they wanted to jump in as quickly as possible but all these promised features that would have made the service different and Mm -hmm. made it innovative just weren't there they you know they literally just didn't have those implemented and so now everybody's looking at it like okay well all this stuff you were talking about is not there and the and right a lot of people the the now the perspective may be skewed but a lot of people are saying well you know the connection's not as good um mm-hmm. and, and things like that so so with that wording out there and a lot of your key features aren't implemented yet that puts a lot of people saying okay well you know you guys rush this out too quick you needed to let it beta for a while let it test for a while like microsoft was saying look with xcloud we're gonna we're gonna beta it out we're going to you know open you know we're going to go to a closed beta first and you have to get an invite and mm-hmm. after the invite we'll you know well now we're going to expand it out and it's still in beta when it comes out to everyone later on so so they're they're very slow walking it because they have they already have the platforms to get revenue from anyway so things like yep. you know pc xbox and all that stuff they're still getting revenue from those platforms so for them you know xcloud is kind of a, a bonus option as opposed to where stadia, that's all it is, so they they have a much more uh incentive to try to get get people come in early, but the problem is that they don't um you know they don't have any other options for revenue in gaming so so that's kind of one of the reasons why they need to get this out quickly as possible i think so
0: yeah, and then another thing, like you said i mean uh, another thing that i I peeped out to is the fact that. You have Stadia. Now, they already coming in saying, Oh yeah, we got this new thing called Stadia. Da 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 this and that the fourth. But the fact of the matter is that we were literally in the mid to the end of the generation when it comes to consoles anyway. So having Stadia to come out at this time was not a good idea because not only that, this next consoles are moving into the next generation with new technology. And Stadia's left going to be left out in the dust when it comes to that because everything else is moving forward. We talking SSDs, all of this stuff that, that's coming to play ray tracing, all of this stuff. Stadia is going to be still behind the generation because they was talking yeah. when we when we was watching that conference. They was talking about yeah, this is what Stadia can do better than that. The pros and that Xbox Series X, I mean, and uh, Xbox One X. But the the problem is, it's like, you guys, you can't, you know, that's okay. But you guys aren't, you're not ready right now. You're not, you're literally not ready. You know, right. I can see if they would say, hey, Stadia is cooking. We're doing some big things with it. This is what we're going to implement, you know, next year, 2020, 2021, right. we're launching Stadia. That would have been okay because then they would have been able to capture the essence of the new technologies that's mm-hmm. coming, and they could be able to compete, but they came out. It, it felt like everything was rushed. The whole thing was rushed, and people got the products and the feature. Half of the features that they said they was gonna add wasn't there. So I was like, right. "That's crazy, right?" That's and crazy. that's
1: the and that's the thing too is that the whole platform concept, the fact that they're they're having their their platform based on a Linux base. Um, yep you know, is is a big hurdle in terms of performance and what developers are used to developing on, um, mm-hmm. you know, because at the end of the day, you know, it's mostly a Windows world. And the fact that they're having this to run on on Linux means that now there's a whole different platform. And I believe the, the PlayStation is a BSD-based kernel and things like that. So, so, you know, again, it's a different, it's similar, but it's a totally different platform from even PlayStation um so so you've got a whole lot of things working against you in that realm and and without mm-hmm. time to cook and spending time really evaluating how things are going what's the porting process like is it fairly easy that kind of thing without taking that time and just kind of rushing it to market they they were pushing to have you know this this not work out as well as it could have you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah you're right about that and it, that was just um I hope, like I said, Stadia's going, but it's not as many people as they was hoping that they was going to get. Right. And and another thing, a factor that played into the tube is the fact that they didn't have exclusives too. to really, they kind of was hopping on the, well, you can buy this game on Stadia, games that people have already bought on PS4 and Xbox already. You know, You you can't repackage something that people have already gotten. You know, you got to come out with something.
1: If they had a license conversion thing or something like that, where you can either ship them the game or ship them a a something from a a version of the game or a barcode or something, Mm -hmm. and they will then turn around and give you the license on Stadia. You know, as an as initial credit while they ramp up the search. Like for example, take the barcode off of the. off of the box, for example, and send them the barcode or something. And when you do that, then they'll enable the game on uh, Stadia. And that would give you yeah. the opportunity while you're, as long as you're pro, that would give you the opportunity to play the game and get used to the service while they're still building it out. And that would have been something that would have been at least interesting to say, okay, this will give me an opportunity to try it. And I don't have to worry about losing games or starting over from
0: scratch or anything like that, you know. That would have changed the game, definitely, for them. That definitely would have changed the game. We're still building this thing out. We got it a while a ways out before it's fully finished and fleshed out. So here you go with the code. you know. Right. Play the game and enjoy. And people would have been fine with that, you know. People wouldn't have been having that mass, you know, take this, get my money back. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>, and <laughs> I mean, the,
1: the thing, too, is that a lot of times in the store, you're buying a game for – 60 dollars, but on the xbox and the playstation store it's on sale for 30 or 20 you know and then people look like okay well why would i pay full price when i'm getting it for sale over here or i can go into the store and get it for sale you know in the physical store and go online and i can't there's no code to put in for state or anything like that so i can't get it on sale for there so so it was just a really bad situation to kind of get themselves into um, I'm sure they they have the funds to keep going if they choose to keep going, but at the same time, you know we know Google's track record sometimes. So
0: yeah, man, it's um it's definitely interesting, man. Definitely interesting. Like I said, the stadium they're behind the times, man. I don't know what they're gonna have cooking or they may scrap it. We'll see, you know deadline. Yeah. But uh, they're gonna they're behind, man, and it's not gonna it's not looking good for them especially with the next generation consoles because they don't even have a conference or anything to show for anything that they have, you know? Right.
1: I, I think they did have some kind of, uh, I, I missed it, but I think there was some kind of um, uh, streaming overview of, of games coming up and things like that. But, but yeah, I mean, there's been very limited talk after, after the whole launch backlash, I think there's been very limited talk while they put their heads down and, and try to try to salvage what they can. So
0: yeah, see, it's um it's it's gonna be something, man, to see that. So I do want to talk about. Um, looks like there was a leak for the next uh, Need for Speed game, man, coming for the Xbox Series X and PS5, man. So, uh, what's funny is uh, Black Panther, one of the uh, he, he's a content creator, he put it up on his page, um, uh, some link for the footage of it early of an early build. Of the game, I think that's actually I think it it looks looks pretty good, you know, for an early build. And I think, uh, man, it's it's about time for for Need for Speed to really start gaining its reputation back. You know, that was a game yeah, everyone same. played.
1: And Need for Speed has been a good franchise for years. Um, they've mm-hmm. always had very innovative gameplay. They've always done things slightly differently, which I've mm-hmm. always appreciated. I didn't play a lot of it, but I did play a couple of them back in the day. Mm-hmm. And the, looking at this uh, rough box footage that they had on here, it looked very interesting. Looks like something that um, going forward, I think they can do something with. Um, Absolutely. With, with the overall environment, you know, and, and it gives me. Um, in and, and looking at it, it's, it looks like they're going to do that, that kind of open world feel, which is really a, a big thing with racing nowadays too, especially after the success of things like Forza Horizon, horizon yep. and, 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 um, the crew and things like that. They're, they're going into that same kind of realm. And it looks like something that, that could be a positive move for them.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you, you know, and like you said, having fours and, uh, uh and, uh, the, all the other ones, they're really they're really taking off an apartment. I think this is the time for D for Speed to really get back into their grind and really do what they do best. And uh they've been they've been they've been, you know, kinda missing. I know they had that game last year that they did. It did pretty well. Um it was a pretty good game. Really good uh, you know, things that they've added um, You know, not just not only just having your own clan, having stuff, you're making money, doing all kinds of things, which was really cool. How they uh, they always like to make new concepts and always, like you said, refresh themselves each time they put out a new game. And uh, this game looks like it's going to be it's going to be something, man. It's going to be something. And uh, a lot of them talking. Like yeah 20, i was looking, I mean,
1: looking at the footage too i mean everything is very rough um a lot of the car models look pretty good it's, it's the mm-hmm. rest of the environment's very rough obviously um mm-hmm. from where the from uh, assuming this is accurate the 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 build at all the rest of the assets aren't quite there yet but yeah seeing what they got in place you know it looks like something that could be a good hit for them um as long as they nail that that car feeling and the, and get the get the uh, rest of the mechanics of the story right. you know.
0: Absolutely, I definitely agree with you right there. And because just thinking about Forza Horizon, seeing just the looks of it, I mean, shoot, next gen, man, that thing is that game is gonna look amazing, man. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it's gonna look amazing, man, and I I can't wait to see what they got in store for it. You know, especially utilizing all of the the new technology. That I think that alone is gonna be very exciting to see, just to see how things are, you know. Right.
1: Just and, and the fact that they've already brought out Dirt Five and and showed what Dirt Five can do on that hardware um mm-hmm. leads us to believe that the the these next sets of, of car racing games are gonna be very, very interesting, very, very detailed. Um, yeah with the trailer from from the folks of uh, the forza motorsport uh well it just uh yeah the forza motorsport trailer that they put out um uh-huh. if that's accurate in game style footage um then that's going to be a very uh detailed racer and all the other racers are going to get a very much similar levels of detail oh yeah um, across all the platforms you know and even the um the gran turismo trailer that we looks saw, good um, yeah they had a lot of good detail in there that that uh that caught my eye you know yeah There's man a couple of things here to miss here and there but overall I was seeing wow they stepped up the, the, the details on this which is really
0: nice mm-hmm. and like you said those are just early builds that's not even the final product and that's the and it looks good and it is I'm just I'm just like I'm excited for that man it's it's time and I would love to have a great um you know addition another extra addition alongside Forza Horizon and Gran Turismo Having that Need for Speed game, man, that's that's icing on the cake for me, definitely.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Need for Speed has always been one of those franchises that that made it made that racing genre a, a very different experience compared to some of the circuit track racers and yeah, you know, man, and the open world race the other open road racers that they had there. Because um, I remember um, uh, seeing and, and trying out the the pursuit one, and that one was was really different. Was oh yeah.
0: Absolutely. Chasing
1: each other, one's a police car, ones a ones your racer, and and you guys are chasing each other around around the world and things like that. That was really really neat, and I thought you know Need for Speed does that very well, is adding a special twist on it. And yes, they do. How they innovate going forward will be very very interesting.
0: Yeah. I I definitely I definitely agree with you, man. It's just gonna be something, man. I I can't wait to see more of it. You know, hopefully they showcase maybe because they've been working on it. So hopefully we let down the line maybe early next year or we may see some uh, some uh, trailers or some gameplay, some look of the game. So hopefully we will we'll see some stuff soon when it comes to that. Um, I do want to yeah. talk on now the uh, the state of the play that we had last. Year uh last week uh man uh for a recap um what was something that that you seen that was interesting which you caught your eye What would you like about it
1: well i caught um a couple of of interesting games um one of the things that really caught my eye um believe it or not was the um oh what was the one with the guy with the hawk i'm trying to remember the game um uh I remember the name,
0: but it, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: The, the guy that he was gliding around, you're shooting with the arrow, and you have the yeah. game to have a hawk with you. You know that one really caught my
0: attention. It was like, whoa, this looks like a really interesting style of game. It does. Um, it really does look like something that it kind of takes you out of that element of what you're used to and puts you into right. something different. Right. I, I really enjoyed that one, uh, definitely for sure. What else did you yeah. like?
1: Yeah, that one. Um, that one caught my eye. That was that was one that was interesting. Um, the other one, um, the other interesting one. Of course, they haven't. They had a new uh, Crash Bandicoot coming out. Yep. Um, I, I grew up on Crash Bandicoot, so that was <laughs> that was always a fun fun game to to have. You know, uh, coming up as well. Um, but the one more that I'll just bring up. Um hoods and outlaws seemed kind of interesting
0: yeah man
1: uh, <laughs> that, one, that one was and your multiplayer as other people are hunting you in in that kind of realm that was that was an interesting that take on crazy, that ben. you know so so that though, those were some of my top ones that i picked godfall godfall seems interesting you mm-hmm. know what it reminded me of a lot though is kind of a visually upgraded like warframe or something like that right <laughs> that's kind of what it reminds me of quite a bit and, uh-huh. and you know they have a lot more moves to it and things like that but but godfall and, and that was at the end of the show obviously I'm yeah not, but but godfall reminded me a lot of warframe with the whole you know, armor pieces and and uh, actions that you take closing in on, on people and things like that, those were all very much reminiscent of, of Warframe for me.
0: Yeah, and I, I agree with you. Like I said, I, I, I've i been eyeing God for a minute and I was like, I want to see a little bit more. Um, they showed us a lot of good stuff, a lot of qualities, a lot of wonderful things, new additions that they're adding to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for me, it feels like it's a game I'm going to have to experience in hand first. Right. To really get the full definition of it, you know, like right. I said, it looks, it looks, it looks nice, and um, you know, from the screen perspective. But I'm gonna have to play the game, like really be in it, to actually see. Okay, I'm not gonna really enjoy this game, right? Because that was the same thing when I was playing, um, uh, when I played Ghost of Tsushima, um, mm-hmm. uh, like when I was seeing it, I was saying, okay, it looks cool. I like the, I like what they're doing, but I need to, I need to play it. And man, the minute I played the game, loving the story, just the just, just the, the all the world itself was just, just opened up for me and it was it was amazing. It, it, I felt like to me it was like one of those love letters to people who love to watch, you know, those old type of uh Shogun type of movies and stuff like that. Samurai right. movies and stuff like that, man. That that right there was icing on the cake. So I think uh I think, you know, that's I would have to play the game. To, to really
1: enjoy it right and that and that's the kind of thing where you know you see something that's kind of interesting but then it kind of harkens back to something that you may have played already and you say this looks a lot like one of these and, and once yeah. you play it you know that'll verify whether or not that's the true uh a concept they they wanted you to get but at the same mm-hmm. time it's like this is kind of what i think this is and 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 based on that, sometimes you'll like it or not. But yeah, but like you said, you know, once you actually get into it and, and see how it plays, then you kind of get a better idea of, of how that works.
0: Yeah. Like I said, man, like I said, back to Ghost, man. Ghost, I really love the story. From the start of the story, it was mm-hmm. already intense at the highest climate from the start of the game. And it just it just keeps going through just a whole emotional ride, man. It was it, that game was amazing. I was blown away by it, and uh, right. I was like, "Wow, that's some that's some really good storytelling. Some very compelling storytelling. I really enjoyed the game. And uh, did you ever get a chance to uh, play that game? No, I haven't got a chance
1: to play that one yet. Oh man, um, I don't it. have I don't have a PlayStation, so okay. So I don't I don't get to play a lot of those games too much. Um it has to really grab me if I'm going to get the PlayStation for it. So I'm mm-hmm. like okay, I I need something to like grab so, me, uh, not let me yeah. and me go. Yeah. And so so that's kind of I keep looking and looking and looking but I haven't found that game yet. Mm-hmm. Um but but from from Ghost of Tsushima it looks a lot like that story is going to be the main drive. Like we talked about last week, um, and if anybody hadn't heard, go back mm-hmm. and listen to last week's show, we talked a lot about story, how
0: absolutely underlying
1: story can drive the game and be a big factor in the game. Um, and this is one of those cases where one of the things they do very well is nail that story. And and everything yeah. that, I've, that I've looked at that game so far is that
0: story has been spot
1: on, you know
0: yeah man it was it was man i'm telling you the story it grabs you the characters you fall in love with uh you know just seeing and it's cool because they you get their backstories and they're in an adventure with them and it's it's really cool each each person uh that Mm -hmm. you meet man it's it's amazing to see that and not only seeing that but just seeing all the trials and tribulations that you know you as your character has to even go through just to get right. past certain things, and he's always foreshadowing, remembering the things that uh, he was taught in his youth, and it was—it's just, yeah, it's a wonderful story, man. It—it it, draws me back every time I played the game. I would just be sitting there playing it because you feel like you're the samurai. This is what you right. got to do, and you that's
1: what—and that's what the feeling that that I get from everything that I'm finding out about it so far is that. Is that it really grabs at that whole samurai feel from mm-hmm. you know those classic movies that everybody's seen before or familiar with that everybody gets that whole feel of being that samurai and, and having to deal with those situations around that now i hear that the the you know i have a couple friends who've played it already they said that the characters that some of the enemies get a little bit easier because you get so powerful eventually but
0: that yeah old, story is is very spot on very spot on man very spot on yeah and once you like once you level start leveling your character up getting different um armors and uh just building your character up you it gets a little bit easier to deal with harder enemies yeah. um but and the cool thing about it is the fact that you can get um uh, ancient arts and stuff like that just by talking to like when you're riding around, you talk to this uh this uh, musician, and he'll tell you the whole story and history behind that said weapon, that said armor, which is really cool, man. It, uh, and that said move, and oh, wow. it, it's it's really cool. And you find out the whole mystery, and then when you finally find out, you have to fight. There's a, a person who either mastered the technique or is wearing the armor or whatever it is. You have to fight that person. Um once you finally reveal them so it's really it's really cool uh how they just tell the story the narrative story they soccer punch has always been pretty solid when it comes to how they drive their stories and they did a pretty good they did a really good job with this um i I can't wait to see what they do
1: and a lot of the sony games this generation they they done a very good job with their narrative story underneath yeah and that's to me and that's one of the biggest drivers of a lot of their their um a lot of their big hits this generation is that Mm -hmm. they've really driven that storyline underneath the game which is which is like we said before was a very key aspect to their whole process of of getting highly rated
0: games getting those absolutely yeah same thing with Sekiro, you know, Sekiro yep. in one game of the year. Very difficult game, very compelling story. I mean, it 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 really it really lived up to what it was supposed to live up to. Right. And uh and that game was hard, man. Very hard. And it it was it was it was amazing at the same time, you know. Same thing with Red Dead Redemption, really good story, yep. you know, going through. Yep. You know what the characters themselves have to deal with separately. You know through it all, and it's it's amazing. It's definitely amazing.
1: Red Red Dead and both Red Dead and Sekiro were both very very good stories under those games, and. And like you said, Sekiro is was hard as heck, and I need to get back to it again because I had to put it down for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I started A little bit, and I was like, wait a minute." Let's go back to this. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know if you remember, but the Ninja Gaiden series that yes. you had back in the day—that was as difficult as yeah, back, man. You know, but, but but it was a very interesting game overall. So so these games are reminding me of those same kind of feelings of like. Good God, these games are tough, but at the same time, man, when you finally get it, you're just like, yes,
0: finally. (laughs) Uh huh. And I love the feeling of those games where it's like, man, I got to get through this. I can get this. I know I can get through this. And it's right. Each challenge, each boss is difficult. They're all different. Uh, Have a variety, and just the build up to them is just it's amazing, man. Sakura really knocked that out of the park my last year, man. Like I said, and it's same thing with these games now you know they're going i would say gears did a really good job this gears uh did a really good job Gears um, five. yeah it did a good job of handling stuff and the, uh, the, just the, the visual effects was amazing on the game
1: yeah how they transition that from from being a very linear type story to a more uh-huh. open story it was very interesting and and with all the different modes they had built in it, it was very underrated this generation. Which
0: absolutely um, they, knew,
1: they they knew they were going to get underrated because you know they said, well, we didn't expect to win any awards or anything. So so any they did get was was a benefit. But at the same time, you know, I I think that was a very underrated version of Gears. Yeah, it was. I don't know what it was if it was just the story or if if people are just um you know upset with with with, uh, Kate being the main main character or 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 what what was happening but uh-huh. um, you know at the end of the day it was it was something that really had a very different feel to it um, it did and you know and like like we talked about last time a lot of times these stories once people get into the stories then that's when they really like oh now yeah this,
0: <laughs> yeah you know. yep i do want to talk to you about this too because i notice a lot i've been seeing it a lot when you have different game critics come out and they already rate in the game and they're not even finished with the game, not even totally. And I think, and they give certain biased um type of opinions based off of it. And I think right. they don't do a lot of game service justice when it comes to uh, certain things, Right. you know, what do you think? What do you think about? What do you think needs to change about the way they do things when it comes to rating and reviews?
1: You, you know, I, I when a game is in preview, it's just not worth the time to actually give it an actual rating. Uh-huh. It's just, it's just really not because. It, and to me, I'm one of those people where I, I think Metacritic just has a bigger problem in terms of their metrics and how they do things in general so i don't even bother to really quote them right most of the time it's just it's just their numbers metrics averages things like that um all those kind of things i don't think they're doing properly so that's just a personal thing but at the mm. same time as a critic like the igns like the game spots and absolutely and so on, you know if your game if you know a game is already in preview and it's not done there's nowhere close to done Giving an actual rating number is kind of defeating the purpose of your rating in the first place.
0: Absolutely,
1: it's very fair to say you know this is where things are right, this is where things are wrong, and that gives them an opportunity to correct those things as the game goes through the preview. Mm -hmm. But to give an actual rating is like it's almost like a final review almost, because half the time, a lot of times, you know, they don't revisit those ratings or remove those ratings later. So you know. And that tends to stick around a lot with a stigma for those games. So, so for mm-hmm. me, you know, it's it's perfectly fine to say, you know, this is where things feel flat for me. This is things that worked well, and here's some of the bugs we ran into, and just making people aware of that. But as a game preview game,
0: that's expected, you know. Absolutely, I definitely agree with you on that one because I I feel like I've even seen I've even watched things from. Uh, Amazon, I mean not Amazon, IGN, and the fact mm-hmm. that they um, there were certain games that I was like, "Come on, I know that. Why would you give a rating for this game? Really?" Right, you know. And I've seen people. I've even seen people just light up on Twitter behind you know certain people's certain uh, you know commentators when they're commentating and reviewing games. Just like, wait a minute, this game was great you didn't really play the game fully all the way through (laughs) to even really review the game in its full entirety.
1: Yeah. And and uh, a lot of times because of, remember, and we talked about this before too, remember, they like to rush through the games to try to get the review out. But at the same time, sometimes those games takes a more subtle time, a little more time that you need to evaluate and see, well, how does this play into the overall story of the game or how does this mechanic Work to the betterment or detriment of the game, and so on. And there's a lot of nuance to some of those mechanics that you have to understand and come to grips with. And if you're just trying to rush through the game and it doesn't work the way you want it to, you give it a low score, or you say, for example, "I love the story, nine out of ten, but man, I ran into twenty million bugs." You know, then then that kind of weigh into the game as well too. So so you have to be fair with how you're doing that kind of review and doing a game in preview. Is almost unfair in that there's going to be bugs, there's going to be game tweaks and things like that. For example, just prime example on Xbox, um, mm-hmm. they did. Uh, I remember that the um, We Happy Few was in yeah. game preview they had it you know i bought it when it was in game preview and the game that you played in game preview Mm -hmm. was a totally different game from the one that released wow (laughs) but it was it was literally you were like almost like this crafting survival game in the game preview but at the end it was like a a story-driven art game which which you had a whole different vibe and feel for so so that whole Concept of giving rate true ratings in preview games. I'm just not with it. I'm, I just don't see it. Just makes makes it atrocious.
0: Yeah, man. And it does a disservice to the game consumers that wants to actually buy the game. They look at, they listen to Metacritic, GameSpot, all these games, game journals, journal, journalists, and just like, oh man, I don't think I need to buy this game. You know, right? You know, just getting um with the adventures right now the open beta uh that's that's getting a lot of heat (laughs) yeah i've 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 i've
1: heard i i I haven't played it yet um i'm probably still gonna get it eventually Mm -hmm. um but i haven't played it yet and then the the kind of reviews or well i don't know if they actually gave it a true review yet Um, they haven't given a true review yet right okay so yeah that's still that's still to be seen if they do that or not but but the fact that, you know, things like I, I've heard some big fans say, yeah, I've played it for several hours already and I'm tired of it and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. some people say, oh, man, these characters are great. This is awesome and things like that. So it's it, to, it's me, it's to each his matter. own. Right. It's, it, it be fair with how you feel about it. But at the same time, to give a preview game a, a true review is just is just telling me that you're not really doing the job as a journalist.
0: Yeah, because I've heard. Other people would say, well, you know, when it comes to leveling up stuff, you know, it was talking more stuff like how Destiny and Looter Shooters stuff would go. I said, I don't have a problem with that because I play Destiny. Right. Right. And see
1: and and that kind of those kind of character based games you're going to have those features where you have to level up. You're going to have to deal with smaller criminals or smaller skirmishes to level up right. your characters and things like that. So that's that's going to be a given in most of those kind of games. So so if 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 all you're looking for is just a straight linear story team based game, um you know, it's probably not going to be the game for you cuz you're going to have to spend some time to level your characters and get certain gear or certain abilities opened up and things like that
0: you know so Mm -hmm. absolutely it's a games it's a games as a service so yes of course it's going to be those type of games you log in every tuesday reset day hey we got this mission this and that you're gonna have that yes it's going to be competitive but as long as they do this like I said, this is just an early build. It's the only build beta, first beta. They got a couple more betas coming down the line too before the actual launch, which is next month. So, the, and that's not even the final beta. So it's just like, we're at the end. This is the first one. It was the first test, you know, to see how people like it. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of the stuff that they probably need to fix, they're probably working on. They just need the feedback. Right.
1: You know. Right. And that's, and that's exactly what a lot of times these betas are for. One, to test the, the back end functionality, the networking code, things like that, to make sure that stuff is up to snuff. If it's not, then they know where they need to fix it, things like that. But then also some of the mechanics that they can adjust, they can say, okay, did this work? Does this not work? How can we tweak it? You know, what functionality do we need to add? Or, or how do these challenges need to come up in order to keep this game interesting? Mhm-,
0: 'cause I remember I was there for the beta for anthem, and oh man that was that was bad man that was bad <laughs> I couldn't get in for four hours, man for four yeah, hours they back in,
1: I remember the the time when they, that was happening the back end code was just like, Oh good Lord, man, beyond the loading screens <laughs>
0: the loading screens were bad, like you would get in a loader screen and it just stays right there. it doesn't it, right. it doesn't move I was like that this is bad, man. This is a bad move. They had to literally take it off take it literally off the service and say, Okay, guys, you know we're gonna come back. We gotta rebuild the servers and everything I like did get a better server, and then put it launch it. I say, like, man, that's crazy'
1: <laughs> yeah, and and that there's there's things like that. That's where these betas are really important because mm-hmm. you can test internally as much as possible. You can try to simulate players as much as possible, but there's nothing like real players trying to do real things Absolutely. to actually stress your system with different IDs beta, and all that. Right, until you go through that, then it's you really don't know how you're going to deal with. You know, Mm -hmm. growth and and the number of players who want to play and things like that. Especially if you're a a hot, uh, very uh, hot, well-known game, you're going to get flooded very quickly and if you're not prepared for that large load, then you're going
0: to have a lot of problems as we saw. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Destiny always have, when a new expansion launches, man, I'm telling you, you're in that it's like the DMV. They give you like one of these no, those numbers. <laughs> know which one yeah, are you?
1: Yeah,
0: and wait in line. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, let's wait in line because we got to fix these servers. You know, and it happens all the time.
1: you number ninety nine, <laughs> yeah, right?
0: Yeah, and it happens all the time. I mean, definitely when they are over underestimate how many people's actually got, bought your game, and actually is going to be online. So. That that type of thing, you know, it's hard to prepare for something like that. Now, for that right. aspect, I do understand that. But I, I feel like um, with Anthem, it already was just it was a problem already before it all start, already started. Because not only that, yeah. you, the low screens that you don't really need, low walls that you really don't need in the entire game, you know, that's a big problem. And that's yeah. why Anthem it, it, suffered.
1: It, 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 you know, and especially when the game wasn't advertised to be that. You know, if mm-hmm. if the game the game was shown at the the E3 before as just pretty much you're walking around, flying around, doing whatever, no loading screens, mm-hmm. no no anything, and then all of a sudden, even the the whole cataclysm thing, you walk somewhere or flew somewhere, right. and then the cataclysm showed up. It if just happened like a public event. If you transition to a loading screen at that point, then that's different from that's different from every, you know, couple hundred yards or something, then you're loading again, you know. Or right. if somebody gets to go ahead of you, then you're automatically loading
0: again.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, so, that right
0: there is bad. So, it, you know,
1: but I think I think the I think the Avengers game is going to be all right in the long run. It's just gonna take a little while for them to find this foot. And, yeah. and once they once they get over this initial hump. They'll eventually get there, um, as long as they, you know, treat everybody fair and and keep the keep from putting their foot in their mouth. They'll
0: be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be fine. Like I said, they'll probably do something like do a Destiny Forsaken. You remember right. how Destiny Two Forsaken literally changed Destiny Two um, back to its roots and better. Uh, I think yeah, that's probably hard. what this game is probably gonna need. Later on, where they're going to have to have a big expansion, they make a lot of changes to the game. They uh, fix some of the, a lot of the problems that they've seen um, throughout the coming months of the game, and just change a lot of stuff, add new characters, add new boss, new story, all this type of stuff. They're going to be adding into it, it. So, like I said, it's going to be like this is just base game. You know, it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be good, but it's just not going to be perfect.
1: You yeah, know. if they can keep fleshing out the stories, a la Destiny, a la Sea of Thieves, a la you know all these other types of games like that, where these living worlds are kind of growing as time goes on and they're adding new content, if they can flesh that out and have an Avengers theme behind it, then um, mm-hmm. then they'll be all right because everybody loves the Avengers in general. It's Absolutely, just sure that those characters are true to who those characters are, and if they do that then it'll, it'll
0: eventually come along. I definitely agree with you on that one. Now, when it came to them killing Captain America, from the beginning, I was like, uh, I don't know that they <laughs> did that. You know. I Didn't get a chance to like, even really? flush him out I yet. <laughs> I can see at the end something like that may have happened, but at the right. beginning, come on now, really? We didn't get a chance to even use him yet.
1: So, <laughs> right and, and I guess depending on where this happens in the timeline you know True. maybe it makes sense but you know if if you're if what if what you're doing is again getting rid of your main character before you've really gotten comfortable with it I, I'm hoping what I'm hoping this <laughs> is is technically something that's a little bit later on in the
0: game they're just yeah. kind of throwing us as the beta you know I hope yeah yeah because they yeah, you know they got time, time to change certain things but yeah, right. man, that that right there, I was like, no, please, no. Let's hope that's an alternate timeline or something, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: right. right? Like, he had some cool moves. So I was like, I, I'm not ready to get rid of him yet. But I do want to touch on the um the last topic for today, and that is yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Do you think it's going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch? And so basically. Oh, oh yeah, was, what was you gonna go say? No, I was gonna say go ahead. Yeah, was... Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically, what's gonna what happened is, from when when Xenoblade Chronicles X* launched, it was a kind of a it was pretty much like a Wii U exclusive. And uh, di- being that how the Wii U didn't re- wasn't received well at all, the game was praised for its goodness. It was a really st- great game, but the fact of the matter is the sales on it wasn't as good because due to just the Wii U and uh, they were saying that you know because of that now that they've been bringing so many Xenoblade Chronicles you know back do you think they're going to remaster uh the Xenoblade Chronicles X which was a big open world title
1: i you know what knowing nintendo i wouldn't be surprised if they did mm-hmm. um especially one thing nintendo does very well is support their titles and support their franchises absolutely and, and they do leverage their franchises for all it's worth so so the fact that um this is even a rumor doesn't really surprise me too much um because it because based on based on everything um based on everything that i've been reading about this so far it was an opportunity that just didn't hit at the right time you know absolutely and it was something that they could have had a much bigger audience for if the Wii U audience had been what they hoped it been so yeah so you know with um you know with with Xenoblade uh, Chronicles X I think they have a good shot of doing that it's just depending on timing what that what True. that studios doing and and uh who was doing that uh Monolith Soft I think yeah um so so with with that team if they're in the middle of another big project then it might have to wait a while mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be surprised to see that come out you know say 6 months or so you know if true. If, if, if this rumor is true
0: That's true. Uh I definitely agree with you on that point. I think I definitely think like you said yeah. I mean the, for that game to be such a blockbuster for that time and not really get the love that it really needed. Um, because of the state of the Wii U, I definitely think it would actually really, like, literally launch perfectly if they remastered and brought it on Switch. I believe a lot of people get behind it because people, people, a lot of people have a uh, Switch, you know, um, and they would get behind Xenoblade Chronicles X, you know, big time, especially remastering and bringing it in. You know, it, it, it will do its justice, and that will probably entice them to actually make a, sec- a sequel to it because right. it kind of left and off with a cliffhanger. It, it would be,
1: be a fairly, I'm not saying it's trivial, but it would be, since most of the work is already done, it's just a matter of porting it to the new platform. It would be a fairly easy job to do, especially with a lot of um a lot of the older Wii U games coming across to Switch anyway. Mm-hmm. That would just make total sense that they would try to do that, um, being that it was such a well loved franchise, critically acclaimed franchise and and something that's been fairly popular. So so I, I don't see I don't see why they wouldn't do that. Um Absolutely. You know, everybody's into Animal Crossing, you know yeah. got your Mario Karts. Everybody's all over it, you know. Smash Brothers, you know, you get a new character and people are breaking the internet. So (laughs) Mm,
0: yeah, wouldn't be a surprise. And they just announced Pickem, Pickem three deluxe,
1: right? Yeah, right. That's right. Um, uh, that that one, uh, Pickem deluxe three, uh, three deluxe. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that with all those Wii U games coming over, I wouldn't be surprised if they see more opportunities for stuff like that to happen because, yeah, again, it's something w- one Nintendo's very very good at. They 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 keep and maintain their franchises very well. Also, mm-hmm. they they innovate when they have to, but but maintaining their franchises is something they do all the time. So so I I could see this happening uh, uh, relatively soon. It's just a question of. Um what is that studio doing uh monolith soft doing right now and and what projects they have in the
0: hopper if you, you know right and that's the thing like um it's amazing just uh to see how well that just switch in general Nintendo has really been doing really well, especially not only staying in their pocket but they're also they they do really well with when it comes to their i p s and trying to bring out bangers constantly. Um, and and the cool thing about it is like you don't know a game is coming out with Nintendo, it just happens. Hey, it's available right. next next month. But like, what? Next <laughs> you know? week we are releasing <laughs> Metro Prime. <laughs> right, right. They're so secretive. You don't really know what they're doing, or, what they're really right. working on, until like they actually just released it on a, a Nintendo Direct, or you wake up one morning on a weekday and hey we got a new trailer for this game it's like wait a minute i didn't even know this was in development
1: (laughs) right exactly you see and nintendo's learned that that being everybody's second console is not a bad thing right Um, you know and and this is not to disparage switch to some people own switch only but but the point is is that You know, when people want those realistic style games, Switch doesn't have the hardware to do that, so they go with you know PlayStation or or Xbox. But after that, people want something else as a secondary. Absolutely. The first thing everybody thinks of, well, let me get a Nintendo because a lot of the same games I can play on on PlayStation and Xbox. So yeah, we'll just get a Switch, and that'll be something different. You know, and then they they embraced that market being a portable console, being mm-hmm. you know, with, the, with the screen, and now you've got the smaller Switch available to you as well. Um, you know, I, I think they've they've embraced that whole market, and then said our IPs are still going to be our IPs. It's not going to change. So
0: absolutely, so
1: with that that they still cultivate all of those. They've had a back category of IPs that are unbelievable. So so at the end of the day, um. You know this the the kind of things like this um, Xenoblade Chronicles X um, I think has a good opportunity of happening. It's just a question of in, if not if but when and and the studio capability behind it. You know,
0: absolutely. I definitely agree with you that because Nintendo at the end of the day. Nintendo's been doing really good with that, and the fact that, and I always tell these dudes, and I always call these guys out that we always see, there's always these guys on Twitter that's always typing on their computers, going at each other, listen, if you're a gamer, you're a gamer, you like everything, gamers, I have a Switch, I have a PS4, I have an Xbox, You know, and I'm looking towards getting the gaming PC that's that's coming in the near future. But um, at the end of the day, you're a gamer first. It's what you do. It's what you like. You you see something that's good, and it may be on the Xbox. A game, like I said, Fantasy Star Online. Man, I can't. The game looks great, phenomenal. You know, pick it up. Get you a get you an Xbox. Stop frauding and play. PS4, yeah. PS5s yeah, coming. Box, get it on PC. Get it on whatever you got to get it on. Get X you file, both. You have to do, yeah. You know. You know. And, and co- yeah. the cool thing about Switch that I really like is the fact that you can take that bad boy everywhere. You traveling somewhere, man? You can take that bad boy and still play the game that you've been playing. That's it. It's cool, man. It, it's really cool to to be able to do that. And I tell everybody, listen, man, play the games, man. Try them out. Don't just say, oh, I'm I'm gonna stand on this sword and I'm gonna be on this sword for the rest of my life. No. If you're a gamer, you're gonna play everything. You're gonna enjoy it. Because that's what we did back back in the day when everybody was kids. Nobody was hopping on this, oh, I'm only exclusively this. People like, had Sega, people play, had Atari. play
1: the games you love. If you love yeah. those kind of games, go get whatever you have to get and play them. If you, if you love a different kind of game, go get whatever you have to get and play those. I mean, it's it's all about, and, and the fact that you have things like xCloud, you have things like PS Now, you have things like, you know, Brainway, Stadia, all these different tools, Shadow. Um, you have all these different tools now that we didn't have back then. You don't even have to invest in the physical hardware if you don't want to. You can absolutely, you, can say, you know what? I'm going to just sign up to PS Now and everything that's on
0: PS Now, I'll play it that way and and just have fun. And the know? thing about and, it, what these dudes don't understand is the fact that next gen crossplay is the way. Crossplay right. is going to be is the new wave.
1: Right. You know, that's going to be the big that's going to be the big move going forward. A lot of a lot of multi-platform games, one of the things they're doing is really focusing on cross save as well as cross play, being yeah. able to save your content and play it on any platform, or being able to play across with your friends and other platforms. That's that's the big move that that's been the big push in the yep. past few years, and it's just going to get bigger as time goes on, especially with things like like we talked about with with the PS now and X Cloud. Mm-hmm. People are going to be on the X Cloud and wanting to play with their friends over on. PlayStation or PC or whatever and absolutely to pre- present that opportunity
0: for them to play on the go. Mhm. Just think about it. Like like I said everything is crossplay. We got this new game uh Road Company. That's crossplay. Uh, yeah. Nintendo Switch players will be able to play with Xbox players, PS4 players. You know, it's yep. I
1: mean, Switch if you look and- at it, if you look at it, things like Fortnite have been doing it now.
0: Um, absolutely. absolutely
1: working on cross play as well you know, absolutely in Their environment so you know they've already got cross save working if i remember correctly yeah That's they the do yeah so so yeah i mean they're looking at every cross plays every next week and, next
0: year yeah
1: right every major every major game is looking at to have especially if you're talking multiplayer looking to have some sort of cross play functionality
0: call of uh, duty has no been Sky doing it.
1: Added it recently in fact i just remember that no yeah. Man's Sky just added it recently
0: Oh really? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Apex, uh Rainbow Six, they're gonna be adding yeah. that every you can't run from it. Every, you're right. gonna be playing with people from different right. platforms. And I think it's a brilliant idea. It's it's a wonderful thing to do that. Because you got Xbox friends, you got PC friends. I wanna be able to play with them too. This is the new wave. Right, exactly. You know? Exactly. And that's the thing, you know, is it's about you and your
1: friends getting together in that classic land party that we used to remember back in the day.
0: Absolutely. Destiny's gonna be great. I can play with a lot of my Xbox friends that I, you know, I've been wanting to play with, I can play with them. I'll be able to play with them. You know, we can do raids, knock things out, boom. He's on Xbox, I'm on P I'm a you know, I'm on PlayStation. Cool. Yeah, and your progress goes across all the platforms on top of that, and that's absolutely really Absolutely. So that's why I said this old mindset that we've been on for 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 decades now is it's it's coming to an end. I, I feel like it's going to come to an end. And a lot of those people have stuck on, oh, you know, I'm going to stand on the shield, man. Listen, that those ways are gone, man. They're gone. Right. They're, they're, right. they're fading. If you don't like the
1: hardware, that's fine. Play that's it on
0: hardware and cross-play, whatever. Right, <laughs>
1: right. You the know, end get the- your favorite controller, enjoy it that way. If you like Stadia, go, you know, for the 10 people that love Stadia. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for if you like Stadia, go play it on Stadia, and, and they'll have cross-play coming over to us as well. So, you know, it's, it's all about just enjoying where you love the game. And if Absolutely. you love it there, keep
0: enjoying it. And that's the thing and if and that's a, that's my concern when it came to to the fans that love the, that play Xbox games i would say don't bend the knee i always tell the xbox people don't bend the knee if you want something <laughs> do not do, don't let them just give you something you got to, you got to take the decision but let your voice be heard say listen we can't accept that. we can't accept this we want to get something solid we want something right. solid. Always push for because if we just let if we just accept everything they give us, we'll never get anything good, you know. Right. We'll never get right. anything good at all. If the
1: company's not doing something you want right, make sure you let them know. Say hey, let you them know.
0: know what you're doing
1: is not right, and we would like X. And absolutely and let, make sure they understand
0: it. Mm-hmm. And it's that's the only thing about. I preach. You know, don't let like I said, I hold Sony to the same thing. I hold Nintendo to the, song, the same thing. If something you guys are doing that's just not working, it's not good, don't sit back and just say, take it. Oh, well, you know, they're doing the best they can. No, you got to push them so that way they can hold themselves accountable so that we can they can do better by their community. Because you right. guys as the consumers are the ones that's paying for this stuff. You know, you yeah. want to pay for and quality.
1: Saying, not saying to harass anybody, you guys Absolutely. out there who are going bananas, don't go harassing <laughs> people. But do give make sure you give that feedback to say, hey, I love what you guys do in general. This is where I think things can be better,
0: and Absolutely. and let them work to get better. Absolutely, and that's always been my stance on on every on all the consoles. Hold them to the same standard. Make sure that you rise above. Say, listen, it's good. But eh, I think this right here, we, we're going to have to change this up. They're going to listen. They're going to listen because they're going to take the yeah. feedback. You know, they want to look good, their very best. All the companies do. And if they're seeing, if people are seeing gray areas in something that they're marketing, they're going to take a look at it and fix it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You know, instead of arguing, we got to come to a, a common type of a common you know, thought on when it comes to just quality games where the consumers, we want what's best for the brands that we patronize. So that's always right. been my thought on it. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much wraps up the show, man. We, we definitely, uh, got a lot of topics today, um, covered and some extra ones too. Um, uh, Definitely uh we definitely gotta be doing another show next week. And hopefully uh Sergio's lights will be back on. So shout out to Sergio.
1: Everybody out there, you guys stay safe. I know it can be troubling sometimes and and, absolutely dealing with power and things like that. But always number one, make sure you guys stay safe. And and yeah, I was glad to be here, glad to talk more games, glad to talk what's happening this past week, week and a half, and definitely open to doing more.
0: Hey man you you open we'll be we'll do another show to next week man we're gonna be knocking it out and uh we got some more some new stuff that's gonna be coming down online uh you know so i mean we gotta be prepared especially there of course there's there's new stuff that's gonna be releasing i can't wait to see uh like i said what's coming up of course we got next in line is uh the avengers game seeing how that's gonna do uh mm-hmm. we also got um uh, Valhalla and all those games get ready to come out later on. And, man, it's going to be a blast to see uh, what's going on. And I'm also curious about what what they're going to do, how they're going to do, like, uh, the game awards and stuff like that. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, Yeah,
1: I mean, a lot of people are talking about how a lot of stuff is going to stay shut down through to next year. So it's just really going to get interesting of how they're going to handle you know, things with, you know, the console launches, they say holiday this year. So that's yeah. usually more later than November. So absolutely. I mean, when you Think
0: about it. You've only got what this is September. So you got three months or less. Mm-hmm. You know? That's why Destiny delayed uh, the expansion to November because they were trying to port. They're trying <laughs> to go ahead and port it over to the next console. So my yeah. guess is it's it must be going to be it's going to be earlier than we think it is. In November.
1: And don't forget, Cyberpunk also got delayed too.
0: Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if they just say, "Go ahead and say, hey, we're gonna put it on the next gen consoles," because um, I mean, if it, in all actuality, it kind of makes sense. You know, just looking right. at the graphics and everything, it does kind of make sense that they would do something like that.
1: Yeah, for Xbox, they said they were gonna do the smart delivery thing, like a yeah. lot of the Xbox first party. So. So they have the, but they, but the fact that they pushed it back to November lets leads me to believe that they are trying to align close to that release window. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, so I think that gives them extra time to work on some things as well as get close to that release window. Cause if they launch before the console's release, then they could potentially, you know, have all the,
0: that code just sitting there not doing anything. Until yeah, they, they have to make sure they do that. That's why I'm thinking. Cause uh, Destiny Forsaken, they have uh, November the twenty second, uh, right? So that's a long time away, and right. It, it, the reason why they're launching it is like okay, and they also showcase the Xbox Series X, Destiny Two, um, Beyond Light. So it's like okay. So I think what's gonna happen, they're telling us but not telling us that November the twenty second is probably gonna be the launch of the consoles. Right, I
1: would say maybe the week or two before that because now you're getting close well, a lot of places black friday to too. Black Friday, yeah, because yeah, you're getting pretty close to Black Friday in that case, but I would say a week or two before black friday you you probably got a good shot, so that's true. I'd say the the first first or second week of november at the latest but Mm -hmm. but that's kind of just a guess at this point so we'll find out eventually i'm I'm sure there will be an announcement either september or october
0: (laughs) yeah we're gonna get some type of announcement man i am telling you and they're already starting to gear i think what they're i've been hearing a lot of talks about you know the uh, prices and the pre-order stuff they're starting to talk around that now so uh, uh, we need to be all everybody who's listening man you don't be surprised, man. If they drop some, they they drop some game on uh, next month. Talking about pre-orders Ooh, no launching problem. now. You know, so it's gonna be. It's Xbox gonna be interesting.
1: still playing chicken. So they're still we'll, we'll playing. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it's that's what's coming down to. It's gonna be interesting to see who blinks first.
0: <laughs> it depends on who's got the first launch date, really. But that's yeah, it's gonna be
1: Whoever blinks.
0: <laughs> uh huh. Do you think they're gonna launch together, or do you, you think they're gonna launch like back to back? Oh, PlayStation decided to launch today as
1: close together as they can, mm-hmm. only because um one doesn't want to give a one doesn't want to give a a leg up on the other you know Uh sony doesn't want to give microsoft a chance to get a jump in and then microsoft if they can they would love to get a jump on sony but they want to make sure they have the volume in the market as well so yeah i'm thinking they're they're going to be very close to the same
0: date yeah it could be like two days from each other, you know. Right, hey, we're launching this day. Xbox is launching this day. Go get your pre orders. Yeah, yeah, man. Get the I can't wait.
1: Yeah, you order the premium edition, you can get it on Friday night. If you get the regular edition, you get it on Tuesday or something like that. You know? Yeah,
0: <laughs> they're probably going to do something, uh, something where it's you know, you can get they can get a cool deal with it and people will be happy with a certain type of di- collector's edition and stuff like that. certain things like that that they like to market or like the the top game hey we got the halo infinite uh custom version of the xbox series x you can only get it on this day if you pre-ordered at this day so i think uh i think they're probably going to do something like they want to do a type of marketing like that at launch Um, they usually have those custom ones out as well which is kind of like a limited time to get them but it's gonna yeah, be interesting, yeah. man. I can't wait. It's it's getting closer and closer. <laughs> yeah, man, we're getting very close, man. I, and can you believe it, man? That we actually we've been talking about next gen stuff since last year, man. All the last year, early last year, we've been talking about this stuff, mm-hmm. wondering, you know, you know, the new things, new features, and here we are, man. <laughs> we're literally right here.
1: Yeah, and no, the next, this real close. Man, and it's, there's been rumors even before that. So it's like it's just like, you know, it's been a slow ramp up. Everybody knows it's been coming since ever since the Pro and the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox One X uh launched, there's been the talk of, okay, we know something's coming next, you know, just the matter uh-huh. when they're gonna announce it, you know.
0: Yeah. And to finally see them both, you know, and screen on screen is man, it's 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 crazy, man. It's it's really nuts, and that says something about PCs. PCs going to be outdated when they come out because yeah, of the specs. It
1: really, it's really going to depend on um, if and if Nvidia and AMD come out with these new graphics cards before the launch. That's going to be that's where it's going to hinge on because AMD's new graphics cards based on the stuff that's in PlayStation Five and and Xbox uh, Series X. Um, are rumored to be coming out within the next month to month and a half. Mm-hmm. So, so if those cards launch, then that will be the closest you can get to seeing the actual style of graphics that will be in these consoles before the consoles launch. Um, yeah, but you know, again, that's if they if they launch because again, because of the COVID situation, a lot of the hardware um, uh, lithography things like that back east had a little bit of a slowdown and now they're trying to ramp back up and get these cards out on top. Yeah. of Yeah. As well. So, you know,
0: we could see a delay in that possibly, yeah. you know, yeah. an extra month or so, you know, just right. to get enough that out.
1: This is out to December maybe or something like that, you know?
0: Yeah. But that's going to be interesting, man, to see how many people is going to jump on these systems. And just the fact that, you know, you know, you're getting really, 4k and all of this type of stuff that's that's right there that's pc level stuff so it's it's gonna be interesting to see how streamers say hey i'm gonna go grab a i'm gonna go grab an xbox to start streaming on my xbox or you know my ps my playstation five and it's gonna be interesting man to really see how things change you know the new wave of uh, consoles because it was funny
1: these mm-hmm. consoles are hitting, you know, 4K 60, 4K 120, or something like that. If they're hitting those kind of numbers, that's and big. PCs are struggling at, you know, 90, let's say. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're gonna 1440p and 90 and maybe 100. You're gonna see a lot of people, you know, really looking to upgrade their PCs or gonna start really gravitating to console to get the premium experience until the PC catches up. In that
0: case, which would be a first yeah. in a long time. That would be the first in a long time for that to see that happen, because everyone's in the destiny game always talking crap about consoles. I think that that era <laughs> is going to end. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's going to be it's going to be on pause for a little bit. I think. Yeah, so, man. Assuming, assuming things match up the way they might, it, it's going to be on pause for a minute. So.
0: Yeah, and, and this, like I said, the speeds and all that stuff, man. That's that's some serious stuff. Like you said. Uh, pc run at 90 so if they're having trouble with that just that one the 112 120 that it's crazy man yes that it's gonna be interesting to see stuff like i said loading stuff up real time uh you know just the loading times and stuff is just gonna be nuts for games yeah
1: and some of and because microsoft is on the pc space as well as the xbox Mm -hmm. physical console You know some of their some of their loading features and what they call the velocity architecture. Some pieces of that will make its way to PC, but it can't do the exact same thing just simply because of the fact that that some of that velocity architecture is actually physical hardware. But absolutely, the predictive loading and the the uh, texture loading uh, differentials, things like that. Those things are are things that can be brought over to PC. So it will be real interesting to see when those pieces come over, how that affects the, the PC market as well.
0: Absolutely. That's the thing that I, it's going to be interesting to see from down the line, especially on at launch of these consoles, how is it going to really affect them um, right. going forward? Because I know a lot of, you know, most streamers are on PC. The majority of streamers are on P- PC, you know. Right. And uh, for their launch, that would make me wonder how many people how many streamers are actually going to be getting new consoles and going over there temporarily and just right. setting setting up shop so i think we also got to look at those numbers too because the streamers help promote um you know the consoles as well they help promote anything that's new you know just to get people a lot of people on board so i believe that they they probably already got you know some talks in you know, hey, we're gonna give you this early, you know, version of it so that we can test it out for yourselves, you can play on it and everything like that. So and you know, to give feedback. So I I think uh they're gonna they're gonna use them too to market um as well. So it's yeah, gonna be interesting. A lot,
1: these, a lot of these companies are starting to realize some of the some of the bigger outlets Uh, may have big numbers but they're not necessarily big influence as they used to be and that's that's a slight Uh difference that a lot of a lot of these companies are starting to understand that you know just because you put it on ign doesn't mean that you're going to get a whole lot of people to buy your product absolutely and so that's something that they're starting to kind of judge a little more closely and getting into some of these smaller locations um, some of these smaller streamers that maybe not have as big numbers, but have a better reach and conversion rate than than some of the bigger names do. So that, I think a lot of them are starting to market in that area as well.
0: Absolutely, I definitely agree with you on that one, man. It's gonna be interesting to see. Like I said, launch day is gonna be crazy. You know, and people still at home, it's really gonna be crazy, man. When it comes to these pre-orders, Pe- people are buying. Gaming PCs and all kind of stuff more than they ever had when we was in norm when we was normal, right? So like I went to the store the other day to see it, you know, if I could price up. Went to Best Buy, see if I could price me a gaming PC. Man, they were all out. I was like, "Wow, that's crazy! (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy." Best Buy being out of PCs, wow. Yeah, man. PCs, that's crazy. I was like, "What? You have got to be kidding me!" They're flying like hotcakes, so you know, if you guys don't jump on that PS, PS Five and Xbox Series X, man, guys. I don't know what to tell you. You're gonna have to go in in stores. Hopefully, you can find them. Yeah, it's gonna be a long point.
1: line. You're rolling. You're definitely gonna be rolling the dice. That's for sure, because we don't know what kind of. Uh of uh supply chain what the supply chain is looking like the way way everything's shaping up right now
0: yeah you don't know
1: you're you're definitely gonna roll the dice if you don't
0: pre-order so Mm -hmm. and especially it's around the time if if we're correct and it's actually around the time black friday is around it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy gonna be
1: crazy man that's 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 you know black
0: friday is always bananas anyway yeah (laughs) man it's always bananas and i think this year is gonna be the craziest it's ever been in history so it's man you guys got to jump on it but uh that's all we have today man i appreciate you Jazzy, for jumping hello everyone thank you for watching the show with me and jazzy um we knocked out and uh at the end but uh we wrap things up thanks everyone for joining the show and uh you guys will see you guys um, later on next week when we have the sunday roundtable with everyone else on there so just keep an eye out for that guys and you guys have a wonderful sunday thank you